Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? There's a lot to take in right now in the world. Uh, you know, we're coming out of a pandemic, um, limitations are being lifted. I think this is for the better. Um, after two years, it's time we start living our lives. Um, but that's going to require adjustment. And, you know, people, some people are going to be anxious about it and uh, how to deal with it. I personally, I'll be wearing a mask for quite a while. That's, um, I think, just a choice that I'm most comfortable with. Um, I don't socialize a whole lot anyway, so, you know, the being able to go out and do stuff doesn't affect me. But, you know, for younger people, certainly I think it's great that you guys are allowed to live lives as young people again. Um, as for, you know, uh, the world situation, well, war, of course, anywhere is a terrible thing, but war involving major powers and nuclear armed powers is uh, is an entirely different level of bad. Um, and that's, you know, uh, certainly on my social media, there's a lot of uh, just uh, atrocity upon atrocity uh, rolling through the uh, feed. Um, which I pay attention to because, you know, the people who died and, the, you know, what they died for, it, it's important and, I, you know, need to, it needs to be acknowledged. Certainly turning a blind, blind eye to it is not, uh, is not the answer. Um, it's not a great day here today, you know. Uh, one of the dudes is gone. Greeny died last night. Her proper name was Caridwin, but, you know, uh, Natalka started calling her Greeny years ago, and it kind of stuck. Her mate Gideon, a.k.a. Bluey, is mourning her hard today, as am I. Uh, gonna have to get him a new female feather friend soon. She died as a result of the arson fire next door that was set by street gang members as part of an orchestrated campaign to expand drug trafficking and prostitution territory. I've seen the faces of the young thugs who set the fire. The owner showed me security footage of them committing their heinous act. And, you know, um, and that's what it is. You know, arson is a very, is, is a heinous, cowardly crime. Um, unconscionable. You set a building of fire and then run away in the middle of the night and leave people to die. Uh, is there anything more selfish and gutless than that? I don't fucking think so. Uh, thankfully, there was no loss of life in this fire. The kids who lived in the apartment above the uh, bar managed to make it out through the smoke and the flames just in time. As for Greenie, well, she'll, she'll receive a proper burial in my grove on the mountain with her fellow avian familiars at Spring Thaw. Um, Putin continues to pound Ukraine with heavy munitions in his unlawful and unnecessary assault on that country. Civilians are being targeted now, and civilian casualties are rising. Reports of terrorism by a rape by Putin's armies in the Ukraine cities are increasing. And this is, you know, this is how Putin rules, rolls. It's his modus operandi. He did it with the Chechens. He did it in Georgia. And he did it more recently in Syria on behalf of the butcher that rules that country, Assad. 
Uh, I don't usually look at quote-unquote celebrity or, you know, famous people charts. Unless the celebrity is, happens to be seeing me for a session, then that's a different thing. However, I have looked at Putin's chart, and it has very dark placements. Certainly, it is a chart of a man who should never be allowed to hold power. Two stelliums dominate the chart. Saturn on the sun with Neptune and Mercury in the 12th. Pluto, Lilith in the south node on the Medhaven. It's not surprising he was a KGB agent during the Cold War with uh, Scorpio rising on Libra. What's particularly alarming now is that Saturn by transit sits on the north node of his natal chart and opposes the Pluto-Lilith south node now. Putin is in the full of his darkness at this moment. It is not surprising that he chose this time to make war. Now, as many of you know, I have been following the chart of Ukraine since the beginning of the year when the winds of war first began to blow, and I correctly predicted that Thursday the 24th of February would be the day that Putin unleashed hell upon Ukraine. Sadly, I feel that there is no uh, quick end to uh, the suffering in Ukraine and to this world crisis. Uh, There's no quick end in sight. At this point, Putin is all in on Ukraine and has designs on more of Europe. You know, his, and his ideas of these protected humanitarian corridors for, you know, civilians to escape through, but that they only lead to Russia or Belarus, these are an obscene joke. Those would be, you know, these people don't want to go east, they want to go west, you know, and uh, these, these would be simply a path to a gulag, a direct path to a gulag for Ukraine citizens, if they even made it that far. I think there is a good chance that uh, Putin could escalate soon as a warning to Western nations, you know, escalate and then de-escalate, you know, uh, maybe uh, like one of these cluster missiles attacks, uh, you know, these illegal weapons that he's been using on the Ukraine uh, people, Uh, such an attack, uh, such a missile attack on a non-nuclear Western country, maybe, you know, sparsely habitated sparsely inhabited regions of, say, Iceland or Ireland or or even northern Canada. Actually, northern Canada, that one sounds like the most likely. Um, I could see that happening. Um, The best hope is that the heavy economic sanctions, the isolating of, you know, Putin in the world. I mean, look at, you know, look at the, the, just the rogues gallery, the small rogues gallery of, you know, just... The worst countries in the world, the worst, uh, the worst uh, uh, authoritarian uh, leaders in the rule uh, aligning him, you know, like North Korea, you know, Syria. They got like seven monsters supporting him. Africa is stepping out largely because Russian supports them economically and arms them, but not all of Africa. Um, you know, certainly Nigeria. Uh, uh, you know, one of the great uh, great nations of Africa is is uh, is standing up against Russia and standing for Ukraine in this. Disappointingly, South Africa is not. The best hope is the sanctions that the world, the pressure of the world uh, upon him, uh, will cause the Russian people to solve the problem themselves and remove Putin from power somehow. You know, and certainly that is where my thoughts and energies are being directed now. Weekly moon cycle. Uh, important information for spell casting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day living for all. The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us every 28 days. The moon is in its waxing phase this week. This phase is good for attracting, creating, and developing energy work and uh, spells. 
So building things, nurturing things. Um, the moon begins the week in Taurus, uh, bringing a grounded, determined energy to the cosmic mix. Uh, the comfort, stability, and security of home life will have a great appeal now. Tuesday at 1.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm in Montreal, so it's Eastern Standard Time that I will be referencing. Uh, the moon travels into Gemini, which has us engaging with the world again. You know, Now we want to get out into the world, and we're curious and communicative during this transit. Uh, however, you know, f- focus and prioritizing can be a challenge uh, during the... Uh, midweek, uh, particularly the you know uh, for those with uh, air moons, um, air sign moons. Now then, Friday at two twenty-five a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon goes home to Cancer, connecting us with feeling and emotion, and creating creating a strong draw to emotional intimacy and connection. Uh, this can be a lonely transit for some, particularly for those missing someone. Uh, we are at our most compassionate and protective when the moon is in Cancer. Sunday at 3.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon makes its final transit of the week as it moves into Leo, bringing a flamboyant finish to the week. While this is fun, extroverted, performative energy, it can also escalate to ego explosions and conflict. So, you know, keep an eye out on that day, Um, you know, both in the micro sense in your life and maybe in the larger sense, too, in the world. So now take a look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be impacted for better or for worse for you over the seven days that are lie ahead. Now then the planetary placements for the week of Monday, March 7th to Sunday, March 13th. Uh, The sun starts the week at 16 degrees of Pisces. Mercury is at 26 degrees of Aquarius, Venus is at 1 degree of Aquarius, and Mars is at 0 degrees of Aquarius. So now Venus and Mars have finally pulled themselves away, pulled out of the clutches of of Pluto, and are now free um, to express themselves. Um, this is going to, you know, this is, this is a strong energy of activism in motion and, and, uh, um, and uh, move towards, you know, what is just and what is right. Now look at your natal chart again and see where Aquarius and Pisces are. And, uh, and through the house rulerships of the signs that those, uh, of the houses, those two signs rule, you can also, you can get further insight into how your week's going to go. Um, Jupiter is at 15 degrees of Pisces, uh, Jupiter in Pisces is uh, is considered uh you know um probably the best sign for Jupiter to be in so you know every every dozen years we get a a Jupiter transit through Pisces and bringing sweet things uh for people um relative to where Pisces sits in their chart um the sun is at 19 de- or Saturn rather is at 19 degrees of uh, Aquarius um Saturn, also the ancient ruler of Aquarius, just as Jupiter is of Pisces. Uh, Uranus is at 18 degrees of Taurus, Neptune 22 degrees of Pisces, Pluto 27 degrees of Capricorn, Chiron the healer is at 10 degrees of Aries, and Black Moon Lilith is uh, is uh, at 25 degrees of Gemini. 
the north node is 24 degrees Taurus, the south node 23, 24 degrees of Scorpio. So the karmic axis is 24 degrees of Taurus to 24 degrees of Scorpio. Take a look at your natal chart, see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. For all you sorceresses and alchemists uh, out there, uh, the lunar cycle for the week is fixed earth, mutable air, cardinal water, and fixed fire. The static elemental table for the week is 8 points water, 1 point fire, 3 earth, and 12 air. The quality of the week is mutable. We are in Pisces season. As I said, a little bit more than midway through. Planetary events for the week. Uh, Well, we've got two. Um... Wednesday, March 9th, Mercury enters Pisces. So, Mercury in Pisces brings our mind to the realm of emotion and compassion. We become more caring when, the moon, when Mercury is in Pisces. Um, however, we must not let the caring become willful blindness to selfish or critical, you know, or criminal actions of the more predatory type people um, that we can encounter. Be ready to assert boundaries when crossing paths with narcissists or sociopaths, of which there are more out there than you might imagine. Uh, Intuition, of course, is enhanced when Mercury is in Pisces, uh, while the sun is in Pisces, so, which is, you know, both of which are going on now. So try to see people as they are, not as who you would like them to be. Um, Be careful that you don't fall under, you uh, you know, a charm spell, a personality spell. Uh, and and set yourself up to be abused or taken advantage of. Um, Also, those who abuse substances may find themselves falling deeper into those destructive behaviors now. Keep a closer eye on any of your people with issues there uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks, three weeks. The sensitive nature of mutable water, um, mercury can have us uh, open us to healing, but it can also make us vulnerable to pain and trauma, both old and new. Be sure to up your self-care practice during this transit. This is a creative placement for Mercury, and a lot of very imaginative work can flow out now. So put energy into healing. Put energy into your creative projects. Put energy into, you know, mental energy into um, being more present in your relationships. Um, but also, you know... Um, don't be naive. Thursday, March 10th, Vesta enters Aquarius. Now, for those who are drawn to fighting injustice naturally, Vesta moving into Aquarius really deepens the commitment to, to campaign for what is right. Um, personally, I've been thinking a, a little bit over the past few days about whether I should go to Ukraine myself, you know. And fight Putin there. Um, you know, there's been a call for inter, you know international brigades. I mean, yes, I'm old, you know, but I'm also single and don't have you know uh, any kids or dependents or anything. And I could man a spot in a tower somewhere and play a part in the role in the war against Putin and authoritarianism, authoritarianism, authority. I don't know. I want to do something. It's how I'm wired. Male relatives of mine fought in the war against Hitler, and, you know, a couple have died. I have, you know, ancient Scottish warrior blood coursing through me, just as I have ancient Scottish witch blood, too. 
Aspects of note for the week. Um, the one that really jumps out, that pops out as Sunday, March 13th, we have a sun conjunct uh, Neptune in Pisces. The sun in lining, aligning with Neptune in Pisces is a spiritual gateway and a portal to the dream well realm. This is big. Um, inspiration and enlightenment are available to those who prepare themselves for it and who are open to it. So, you know, like everything else in in life, you know, this just doesn't magically happen, okay? We have to do the work for things to occur. Um, cleanse and meditate. Bring yourself to quiet spiritual places, both internally and in the physical realm. That's what's going to open up, you know, this inspiration and enlightenment to you. Uh, this is one of the great healing windows of 2022, Meaningful insight can be gained in the days leading up to and shortly after the 13th. These Sun, Neptune, and Pisces conjunctions are key portals of truth, and as such, they really should be taken advantage of. The last time the Sun will, you know, align with Neptune and Pisces in any of our lifetimes will be March of 2025, and, uh, you know, after that it moves on. So, um, it's a big day, but... You know, uh, some other people, you know, might say it's, uh, you know, just, you know, chill. Actually, this is a day where you should really take advantage, you know, of opportunities for growth. Um, for daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram, at uh, Duncan Dillamontang. Uh, you'll find one posted most days in the story section. I also post astrology reports in the blog on my Instagram. You can find a link for that in the bio on my Instagram. I have one of those link tree things. Uh, that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others.